0: Listening to the EdReach Network.
1: EdGamer episode twenty-five on EdReach: How Apple Started Computer Gaming. This is EdGamer for Saturday, October eighth, twenty eleven. EdGamer is part of the EdReach Network. EdReach.us, giving education a voice. A. Huge voice. And a a big, humongous Apple voice. (laughs) An Apple voice. Apple voice for today. This show is dedicated to education gaming on any platform. We'll give you the education angle on any type of games ranging from tabletops to MMOs. We will discuss how these games impact student learning and how they can be used effectively within the classroom. I'm Zach.
0: Y mi nombre es Jerry.
1: Jerry, (laughs) if you're en (laughs) français. Jerry, uh,
0: who, who are you? My name is Jerry James. I'm a visual arts teacher at Schaumburg High School in Schaumburg, Illinois.
1: And my name is Zach Gilbert, and I'm your host, a 6th grade social studies language arts teacher from Normal, Illinois. Jerry, mm-hmm. how you doing?
0: I'm doing pretty good. Yourself? I, uh, it's been, been some crazy weeks at school, but uh, keeping keeping things afloat.
1: Yeah, yeah, well, I just uh, muted myself because I'm I'm coughing. <laughs> I think the wonderful allergies and, and uh, you know, since I'm in the middle of the corn belt. Are you uh, allergic to corn? Uh, No, it's just, I think, the dust, and it's been very dry, and we've had some winds. I, I'm seeing more, like, just dust just flying around from the fields around us than I probably have in a very long time.
0: So if I were to send you a box of corn during the holiday season, that wouldn't be a problem?
1: I love corn. Okay. I love corn. I think it's just the dust and the pollination. I think it's just a, common, a combination of many things and so
0: You're you're a weather freak. You should know like which way the pollen's going to blow and then be able to stand on the opposite side.
1: <laughs> the the pollen uh, is all over huh, and uh, unless I live in a little bubble.
0: <laughs> we could make you a bubble.
1: I'd like to be bubble boy. <clears throat> to be bubble boy. So, uh yeah, it it's things are going other than, you know, doing that and, and just busy with family and stuff, uh, you know, things are going
0: quite well. So do we have a civilization update? Um,
1: no, it's, uh, we've kind of gotten into the textbook a little bit. Yeah, I know. I don't, I'm not, there's only a few times throughout the year. I try to get them, um, to know how to use the textbook and use it as a, as a resource. Mm -hmm. So the thing is, is that, you know, we did our, our simulation earlier in the year we did we're doing we're learning about early human history and the first civilizations in Mesopotamia and what we're going to do is from the civilization game they they, they fill in what's called a civilization chart which is basically organizes all the things that happen to their civilization within a chart and we're going to take the information from the textbook and place that into the chart and then they have to defend their answers nice so instead of just doing a, a, you know, multiple choice test, you know, they take the common ideas, agriculture, Hammurabi's code, um, you know, bronze, you know, bronze working, the wheel, the introduction of the wheel, fire, you know, desert, hmm. fertile land. They put all those things within the chart, and then what I'll do is look at those and then highlight a few of them and have them, you know, explain to me, uh, whether verbally or written, how – how and why they go, why they place those items into the chart. So it definitely moves it up to higher levels of blooms. Nice. That's kind of our goal. So, you know, regurgitation is, you know, lowest level knowledge and, and try to move them up to the higher levels of analysis and evaluation. And, and that's always, it's, you know, gotta get the kids to think. So these last few quizzes, you know, are basically formative assessments that it's kind of, I use the clickers. You know, they're multiple choice, very simple, just gaining, just seeing how well they're they're gathering up the, the knowledge there and how much they can give back to me. But then the next step, like I said, is to take that information and be able to use it and place it.
0: Oh, very cool. That's,
1: that's a, little bit, a little bit different. And they're, they're thinking, oh, this is pretty easy. And then I kind of explained to them what the the unit test is going to be. And then I, their jaws just drop a little bit like, oh, <laughs> this is not as easy as what I thought it was going to be. Nice. So, what's going on with your uh your programming and and your little project? Uh,
0: we've been we've been doing pretty well. We're uh just in the process of we're about to show it off to administration this week. So, we're going to invite them all in and uh it's been it's been uh really beneficial so far. The kids uh have designed their two avatars and they have to talk about how their avatar fits into a, uh, a certain culture and um uh, they, they've been designing pretty heavily in Photoshop, uh, layering things, using you know some templates that we've given them, and uh, just sort of uh, exploring what they can do with the programs and the three-dimensional builds and stuff like that. And um, <clears throat> we've got a nice little land set up for them. We're going to have a, a virtual pizza party. We told them we're going to have pizza for them, and. What they didn't know is, is it's all virtual pizza, but we are going to give them mm-hmm. some actual pizzas just because we felt bad for you know teasing them with that. So um, it should be should be a good time. It's kind of our first test to see how it runs with administration. So
1: yeah, well, that sounds quite interesting. Are they are they somewhat excited or not?
0: Yeah, I think they are. It's it's tough. Um, the The connection we do with Northern Illinois University, they're they're teaching and and there's so much to learn about this whole process. Um, And since we've only got, you know, an hour and a half with kids once a week, um, there's not a lot of work time, you know, because obviously one of the downfalls with technology is a lot of kids don't have a a strong enough computer to be doing this at home and working with it. So it's, uh, you know, you, you don't always get kids being able to work on it outside of class and, then if they only have the the in class hour, which we're trying to teach them new things and let them work on old things, it gets it gets pretty tight.
1: Yep that that would that would. Well, it sounds like we're both kind of cruising along mm-hmm. with our projects, and and we'll see the, the kid uh, every day. Somebody asked me, when are we going to play Civilization? When are we going to play Civilization? <laughs> I got it on the schedule for in a couple of weeks, and and we're going to be getting into Egypt and. And uh, so there's a nice scenario that I'm going to have the
0: kids play. Nice. That's a good thing, though. It's yeah, there is. Yeah,
1: yeah. That's it's as long as I can kind of point it back to the right spot. So yeah. make sure that they're learning. That's always helpful. Somebody, you know, that darn learning thing. You know, you just gotta <laughs> see if they're learning. It Jeez. Just gets in the way.
0: Cool assessment thing.
1: So I think, as most people know out there, unless you live in a cave, um, you know. A, a person love or hate, or you know kind of like or whatever um Steve Jobs passed away uh-huh, and I saw that come in on on my ipad <laughs> um on through c n n news you know popped up saying uh, Steve Jobs passed away, and it just kind of like oh, you know just kind of kind of hit you yeah and
0: uh i, I was I was, <clears throat> I was surprised i wasn't um I hadn't followed as closely as I probably should have been. I didn't realize he was as sick as he was. So um, I was pretty surprised. Uh, the more I read, I guess it was pretty pretty evident that, you know, I mean, I read some things like, I guess I was under the impression that he was beating the cancer he had or whatever it was. But I guess a lot of people say once you get through that, even though you beat it, they typically when I tell people they have like two years, and that was yeah, about he, two years. He lived,
1: yeah, he lived, I, I think he kind of, went past the time that most do
0: yeah yeah
1: so um i saw on uh, um on my ipad also that there was a uh, tnt was running their their show called pirates of silicon valley uh that aired i think thursday night okay and um that was with noah wiley
0: Mm. as
1: as steve jobs that's the er guy right yeah and um oh goodness the guy that played Bill Gates. Uh, parts of Silicon Valley. Come on.
0: I might be able to tell Mind you
1: this. It. Uh, parts of Silicon Valley, TV 99. Uh, it was... Duh, 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 uh, oh, yeah. Anthony Michael Hall. Oh,
0: come on. I was yeah. almost there.
1: Anthony Michael Hall. And what was he known for?
0: Uh what was his? Wasn't he a Brat Packer? <clears throat>
1: uh. Which, which Brat Pack are you talking about? I
0: don't know. Wait, he was uh, Anthony Michael Hall. <laughs> um, First uh, big movie
1: that he was in. Uh, oh, yes.
0: Breakfast Club. See? He's a Brat Packer. He's, he, okay. Weird, weird science. Uh, yes. 16 Candles.
1: Well, 16 Candles. Yeah, 16 Candles. Edward so,
0: Scissorhands. Uh, what? <laughs> that's what it says. Edward Scissorhands. Is he in there? Yeah, Johnny B. Good. Six Degrees of Separation.
1: Oh, uh, that's right. Okay. so On Saturday yeah, Night he, Live. He wasn't the John. Uh, the- How would you stop? He wasn't Pirates part of, of the original, that brat Pack. With Frank Sinatra. No, you know.
0: not the Rat Pack. The Brat
1: Pack. Yeah, Brat Pack. Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah, but he, <laughs> but Vacation. He was Rusty Griswold.
0: Oh my God! Really?
1: Yeah. No yeah. way. Sixteen candles, he wears the uh mouthpiece, mouth guard or whatever.
0: Oh, you're right, here it is. Uh, yeah. Oh, what a classic movie. I didn't even Okay, know
1: that. so yeah, we go on tangents here. So he does a pretty good job uh with that. And then Noah Wiley does a pretty good job with uh with Steve Jobs, and it was kind of an eye opener for a lot of people nice. on on who Steve Jobs was. I don't think the Steve Jobs he was back then is Steve Jobs he – ended up being later but there was there's been some interesting stories about him over over the years but you know it's one of those things that you need to have a certain mentality Mm -hmm. a certain style in order to bring something like this about
0: and and you make sacrifices i think a lot of people don't understand those sacrifices sometimes because they lead you down a different life path than most people take and uh and I think that's part of the stuff that you know starts to come out. So. Yeah,
1: yeah, and Bill Gates, the the same thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was, you know, these aren't these weren't angels. Yeah, um, but you know, it, it does. It, Steve Jobs, ma- amazing person, did amazing things, and uh, we are seeing we're seeing his changes. I mean, it's we're seeing the things that you know he envisioned, things that Bill Gates envisioned. Uh, so, when I got that news over the you know over my ipad mm. iPad saying he passed away, it was just like you know number one i'm getting older number two we've you know it's as I get older we're starting to lose people that you never think you would ever see gone, yeah, you know, and without steve jobs and 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 bill gates and and wozniak and and all these other balmer and you know, we'd have a totally different world.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I get a kick too on all the people that that are you know tweeting who's Steve Jobs or who's this Steve Jobs person. It oh is coming from an iPhone. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. Well, one thing that really bothered me was this this group out in uh, west of us that protests uh, goes and protests uh, funerals.
0: Oh really? I can't.
1: I don't even remember the church. I'm not going to look look them up. But they they protest military funerals. Uh, Sorry. Okay. Military. You know which one I'm talking gotcha. about. Gotcha. Yes. And they said that they were going to try to protest uh, uh, Steve Jobs.
0: Yeah, because that's worthwhile. And,
1: but you know, the tweet came out on an iPhone.
0: <laughs> yeah. I,
1: I don't know if that was fake or not, but I thought that was just kind of. You know,
0: funny. I don't even care if you're someone who hates Apple products. The 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 concepts you know that that they put into play amped up your product whatever you use you know i mean the the competition that it inspired makes your products better so even if you don't even if you don't buy the apple brand like it or even like the man his ideas and thoughts made your products better one way or another
1: what's funny though is that the original apples and and microsoft products mm-hmm. were basically stolen uh, between you know Xerox and um, I don't I don't think it was IBM, but Bill yeah. Gates. He uses Gates, he uh, well. Bill Gates kind of uh, pulled the wool over uh, IBM's hmm. you know IBM's uh, face. I guess what they did for Microsoft was that they said they told IBM that they were going to we had an operating system called DOS. Oh yeah, you know, disk operating you know system, and they didn't, and so they go and find this guy that does. And pay like fifty thousand dollars for it, and then they just tweak it and resell it and make millions and millions of dollars (laughs) at IBM. And the graphic interface, the you know, um, uh, you know, for the apples, the beginning of that, that came from Xerox. Yeah, Xerox didn't even know what they had.
0: No, it's uh, you know, he uses to explain that one of my favorite quotes of all times that I tell my kids because we always talk about tracing stuff and <clears throat> you know i talk about how it's still a brain building and a muscle building activity that a lot of people forget and uh he uses a picasso quote from yes. a long time ago and it's and it, it's gone a couple ways some people say it um good artists copy great artists steal and uh, yes. i've also heard it good artist borrow great artist steal which uh it's one of my favorite i like that
1: yeah yeah that's the uh yeah, that that's used in the movie too. Yeah, it's 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 pretty funny, and they both did it. Mm. Yep. They both did it, and so it's like you know, okay, you can you can be all high and mighty and get mad at me for you know stealing stuff because Microsoft basically did take a lot of the initial things for uh, Windows later. You know, uh, yeah. for yeah, I guess the original Windows was basically. A lot of it, the ideas were taken from Apple,
0: yeah. and Steve
1: Jobs gave him the the Macintoshes to mess around with.
0: And that is definitely the world we live in. I mean, if you if you want to make a <laughs> list of all the things that were, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. that, that well, we're we living a time now with the
1: uh, the, the copyright.
0: Yeah, yeah. people Look are at just even uh, Facebook. I mean, did you see the Social Network the movie? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's almost the same thing.
1: Yeah, it's it's pretty. Pretty wild, pretty wild. Okay, so purpose of the show, we wanted to talk a little bit about Steve Jobs and ultimate respect for the guy. I think he, you know, did some amazing things. Um, And but you know, without what they did at Apple, um, you know, I don't know if I would have been inspired for for computers. We got our first apples, Apple IIes at our elementary school when I was in sixth grade. Mm-hmm. And there was a few of us that were kind of thrown into the computers and said, hey, would you guys like to learn how to program, you know, these computers? And so we learned a little bit of how to do that. We did a little club after school. And then we went off to this uh, kind of like a conference, and we showed what this could do. Hmm. And it was, it was really cool. It was a lot of fun. Wow. So, you know, and then it kind of built up from there, go off to junior high, and then we start getting these apples into these labs, and we start playing games. Mm. And that's where things really started to blossom because, you know, some of the games that uh, Jerry and I have written down, we had – you have a link here for, like, all these classic games. Yeah. From the Apple II. But the one, one of the first, the three games that I remember from junior high was Lemonade Stand.
0: Mm-hmm, Classic. Or,
1: yep, yeah, Oregon Trail, and then there was an election game, and I can't remember what it was. You, mm. you had to make decisions, and then there, you, um, on how where you spend money, and you have the Electoral College and the whole thing. I'm gonna find the the game and I'll put the link out there. But you kind of had, uh, uh, you kind of. Your voice kinda of went up when I mentioned Lemonade Stand. Is, is oh, there a reason for that?
0: I loved Lemonade Stand. I, I would say I'm I'm not as familiar with the election game. I I maybe I just maybe I didn't get to that one, but Lemonade Stand and Oregon Trail, I mean, that was really that was the you know, the history of of my gaming as well. I, I loved Lemonade Stand. That was a that was a classic game.
1: It is a classic game and it still can be used today.
0: Yeah. I
1: mean just basic concepts of economics.
0: You know, maybe it's because I don't know, maybe this is where our, our conversation should go. Maybe it's because gaming has come so far that now edu gaming or edutainment is so so kind of blah, but this was like the original edutainment, you know, but they really were. They were so entertaining back then, you know, and they were they were actually educational
1: and well, they were brand new too. Yeah. I mean it was it wasn't like, you know, the original game system, you know, out there like uh the Atari and Pong.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You don't remember Pong, do you?
0: I I, I know of Pong. I okay. uh, You know, you have the I little controller, I, you turn it. I just it and, missed Pong, yeah.
1: Yeah, so that was in the Atari, you know, the the Atari was the, my first later, you know, Donkey Kong and stuff like that. So, I mean, those were those were games, but Lemonade stand, yes, definitely education. And then on the history side, we had the the Oregon Trail, and remembering, you know, oh, we better, got to go hunting, get a deer, you know, and have enough food stock, and are we going to make it there? You know, it, it's
0: all those decisions. What did everyone die of? Uh, yeah. died of dysferia. Dysentery. They're dysentery, yeah.
1: Dysentery. That was my first introduction <laughs> to the word dysentery, and I love using it in junior high. And then they're like, what? And, you know, yeah, you tell them that in certain wars throughout history, dysentery was the biggest killer. <laughs> And they're like, what? Diarrhea. People die from diarrhea? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then you go into that discussion, which is a lot of fun. So, yeah, the Oregon Trail. And then the election game was another one. Like I said, we used to, you know, compete and see who could get elected. So that was, that was, that was, for that time, it was brand new stuff. And, you know, we didn't really have this stuff at home. Mm. There were very few people that had this at home. And as we were talking before the show, there was a friend of mine um, back home that I, I swear he had an apple um but I, I oh man it's it was wolfenstein castle wolfenstein and i that's what I thought it was but I look as I was looking at the pictures like I don't remember that but this was in the eighties and there was a castle wolfenstein but man it it like I said my remembrance of it it looked a hundred times better <laughs> back then than what I was looking at now. So, I don't know. It was, so there was that. I used to want to go over to his house and the only reason why I wanted to go over there was to play the game.
0: <sighs> yeah. That was
1: bad. But because I didn't have it. And yeah. most people didn't have it. So it was, it was, that was that addiction. And kids today, they're surrounded by games. I mean, we didn't, we didn't have that. Or we had to go to the, I had to go to the bowling alley to play, uh, to play Mario. Yeah. Uh, and put, you know, coins in.
0: Well, you know, wasn't it was that one of the first great things about these computers, too, that they were so – they were talked about because they, they really or, – or they were applauded because they really, um, they really increased family together time. Because like you said, you didn't have to go to the – you know, your kids didn't have to go running outside. Or your kids didn't have to go to the – somewhere else to play games. You could now play games as like a family even if it was Wolfenstein. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it it was, yeah, uh, that was a little different. (laughs) But, and then the computers started, I think, pulling away too. So it depended on the game because then, you know, kids are addicted and they're, they're stuck at computers and in the basement and kind of taking away from family time. So I guess it depended on the game. But I think Apple's purpose at the beginning was, I think Steve Jobs, he wanted these in the classrooms, and he wanted it for education use. But I think he also wanted to business side was like get them hooked. Oh yeah, on and you know.
0: Oh, that worked, and that worked. I mean, I, I with my mom as a teacher, and and uh, definitely there were Apple computers in my first classrooms. The first computer we had at home was an Apple.
1: There you go. Yep, and that was my my friend Mark who had his mom was a teacher, and they had an Apple, and that was that was my first time not on, like, uh, later it was a Nintendo 64, but I remember playing this game called Warlords, Mm. and it was an SSG game. Um, I can't remember what it stands for. Something strategy, something. Um, And it was a turn-based game, and it was kind of like a fantasy game. You kind of build up your your castle or your lair and and whatever, and then you try to take over others, and you had a map. Mm. And we would take turns playing that, and that was as far as I remember, that was on an an apple computer, yeah, so that was a lot of fun
0: apple's always had kind of a um an interesting history with games because I think a lot of them started as those those very basic entertainment yet still kind of educational games because that seemed to be their market and then even when they went to Mac, I remember because we had a Mac computer, one of the early mac computers in in my home and and I was at the age where I just wanted to play games, you know, and it was like Mavis Beacon typing was huge, you know, and, and all this other stuff was big. And, uh, in Mac, I, I remember going into the compute, you know, the stores at that time, like, uh, mm-hmm. I think it was like CompUSA and stuff like that, and, uh, going to the game aisle, and there were literally like three games, you know, for Mac. It was so hard because they never had the, you know, the huge game market that, that PCs did at that time, it wasn't exploding because they they were concentrating so much more on educational things and business right. things and stuff like that. But, but the games they did have were always pretty great. You know, we were talking earlier about mist. I, God, I got lost in mist. I mean, I played mist for, for ages. Cause that was a, that was a great game for me, but that was definitely one of them that, you know, there were very few games that they, they put out, um, especially that started on Mac. And I, I remember mist being like, Mac's big thing because it was released first on Mac. I think it was like '93, and um, it was cool. I was so excited.
1: Yeah, I mean, there was a time when there was far more games for Mac than there was for PC.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And okay, I have a. It's it's kind of one of those things that I started thinking about a while ago. But you know, PC is personal computer. Mm-hmm. Mac is a personal computer. They're all
0: PCs. Right, they're all PCs. Yeah,
1: they're all PCs. But you know, you do the Mac PC thing. But I think that was one of the downfalls, <clears throat> and I think Bill Gates understood that, was that he had what the computers needed, which okay. was the operating system.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <clears throat> and um, he could his operating system could go on multiple different types of computers. And Apple just had their one – they put all their eggs in one basket. Mm-hmm. And Bill was able to spread this out, and I think that was – that was the success, and that's where it started turning. I remember in the 80s, um, it probably had to be mid to late 80s, and there were computer clubs. Mm. And I had a I had a Tandy, which came from Radio Shack, <laughs> and we'd take the go in there, and we'd have these games. We'd share games people have created, and you put it on your, your floppy disk
0: <laughs> and,
1: and take it home and play it. I remember playing Red Baron, like a Red Baron game that was just all it was was the frame of the plane <laughs> and you, you were, you were going around and, and trying to, you take off and land and man, that was, but he couldn't start it just by putting it in and pop up and play. You had to run some command lines.
0: Oh man. I'm doing that, but the computer oh, yeah. clubs, yeah.
1: and that was, that was the thing. I, I think most people early on that, you know, may, maybe the D and D people in the seventies and sixties, you know, they're playing D and D and the basements and stuff. <laughs> now they start coming to computer clubs and, and they start creating on there and, uh, in programming, and I think that 's where Apple had total control of all of that, and they had a they, they Steve did not want to give that up yeah uh, and I think that 's where Microsoft eventually took off because it was op i mean it was semi open i mean it was on more computers more people could buy those uh computers and they they became less expensive over time mm-hmm. and it was just i think that's that was the downfall of of Apple until the late, was it 97, late 90s when Jobs came back and started getting into, you know, other devices. Yep. I think he realized that, you know, Mac is great, you know, the Apple computers are great, but we need to go in a different direction, and that's, you get the iPod, um, you know, we go to the iPhone and then the iPad. That's uh, The iMac was a big one. That yeah. was, you know, the all-in-one computer. Mm-hmm.
0: And that's, that's really what it takes. I mean, maybe this is what he always said, like, you know, getting fired from the company and then coming back was one of the best things that happened to him. Yeah. And I, I think <clears throat> maybe that has something to do with the fact that that they branched out so far because usually when you have two colossal forces, you know, I mean, like you're talking like Coke, Pepsi, you know, like mm-hmm. Mac, PC, Coke, Pepsi, and, and like it, to Nike, Reebok, usually when they're in like that – specific of a war they rarely give up on their not that they gave up on the max obviously now the imax are are huge and we still use all their computers and stuff like that but to, to More totally expensive. branch out yep to totally branch out and redefine your company through a whole new product is uh well that's, that's where that. the
1: ipad i was listening to cbs news on the radio this morning and they're talking about you know hundreds of schools or you know they have ipads in their school they used to carry on binders and books and everything, and now it's all on the iPad. Yeah. So it's and, – and guess what? You can get an iPad for the cost of a, a notebook computer. Yeah. So, you know, I think they – they the shift in focus um, – because the tablet computer, uh, I, I loved. Somebody on CNN was talking about, well, you know, Apple created the tablet computer. I'm like, this is a tech guy. I'm like,
0: what are yeah, you talking about? no way. It's,
1: Microsoft tried to do this years ago in the early – you know – part of the decade mm-hmm. and it never took off. It took Apple and their the power and the the beauty, I guess the 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 aura of Apple to create this and for it to take off then. Yeah. And that's the only reason why, you know, the the Android tablets are are doing well is because somebody else put this together and they're falling on the coattails of it. Yeah. Um but now you have a device that can be used and I think it's Evolving because there's still a lot of teachers out there that feel that, especially at high school level, that a tablet's not enough.
0: Well, and it's you know? it's it's some of the some of the other philosophies of his work that he talks about, which is just things being simple. You know, I mean, he took. You know, I, PC com, com, serious computer lovers love PCs because you have all these choices and and more yes. customization and you know all the stuff that you can do to it and and he went backwards. He said, you know, computers are computers are advancing and they're becoming more powerful and there's there's more that we can we can open up the inside of the machines to people who want to alter them and then they went completely backwards and said. Let's just put giant boxes on a screen so you can touch them. You know, like, like it's yeah. even more well, it's simple to simplify, now. right? Yeah,
1: he wants to. He wants to simplify. He was going the other way, right? He he wanted to simplify it. Mm-hmm. He wanted this something that you could um, buy your mother,
0: right? Yeah, yeah, and that's. I, I think that's where, you know, that that was the genius of the corporation.
1: Yeah. Well, to kind of go back because you know how did how Apple started computer gaming? I mean. You know, this was, I think it was one of those things, putting it in schools, having kids, having access to it, and, you know, but really, I think for most people, computer gaming started, especially for people in my generation, you know, in the 30s,
0: um,
1: you know, it started with an Apple computer. That's the first time that you did computer gaming. There was a Commodore 64, Uh, you know, that that was a computer that, you know, it focused on gaming, but I think for most kids, it happened in the school with an Apple IIe and then the Macs. Um, and I don't think where where we're at today with computer gaming, it to me, I mean, you know, you could probably argue and no, oh, computer gaming started on on PCs, not you know, not on Macs, but or on uh, not on apples. But I think for most people, it started on an Apple.
0: Yeah, regardless of where it started, it was.
1: For most people
0: for yeah, I think it was, your first experience was probably yeah. on a Mac, I know mine was and, and yeah. because of school, yeah, kind of ironic that' we're, <laughs> you know we we're, we're oftentimes trying to say how critical um, games can be to learning, and now I think in this episode we've kind of figured out that school was very critical to getting you into gaming, <laughs> yeah <laughs> because yeah of it's use of computers.
1: Yeah, but I think it was I think the beauty of the, and the simplicity of like Lemonade Stand or Oregon Trail. Um, you know, I I, I guess we've advanced because civilizations is a little bit more complex than those two games. Uh you know, <laughs> you know, it gets it gets a little bit more detailed than than Lemonade Lemonade Stand, but I think there's a lot of kids out there, even my 6th graders that I think could benefit from Lemonade Stand because it's the basic concepts of economics. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. So, I don't know. Did did do you think we covered everything okay? I think we did pretty good. Okay. We're going to have some links out there. Um you know, w- Wikipedia has we got several articles from Wikipedia. Um Apple II games, classic games, mm-hmm. uh that inspired today's greats. Uh we'll put that on there. Um they're fun fun lists
0: to just look through. Yeah. You just look through you know, they like pops things in your brain like, "Oh my god, I for- totally forgot about that."
1: Yeah. Civilization was uh also on on Max. Huh. Some of the first, some of their first games um, from Sid Meier's. Uh, let's see, Apple II programming. I, I got to find a link for that one. I found a a book that I totally remember, uh, a programming book, and I think it was made in the the 70s, but we were using it in the 80s. And Warlords, Lemonade Stand, Oregon Trail, and I'll find that election game link also, and we'll add that onto the uh, to the show notes. So I think that's about it, Jerry. Anything you want to add?
0: Um, nope. I think that's about it
1: okay well thank you for listening to this week's edgamer podcast please follow us on edreach.us and also follow all the great podcasts and blog posts on the edreach network have a great week
0: please play responsibly
1: yes that, that's a good idea. Good, <laughs> good good idea and and don't text in school zones
0: yes not a good idea
1: not a good idea bye